So I missed my mark. You missed your mark? Yeah, on oh. getting the damn studio done. Oh. I really wanted it done by the end of May. A lot's gone on. A but, happened. you know, I own rentals and I had, uh, I remodeled an entire apartment, two bedroom apartment in what, like 10 days? Yeah. The whole really thing. Quick. Yeah. Really quick. I had to do it. I went on vacation and you got to work. Yeah. Samantha went <laughs> on vacation and in that, in that amount of time, I, she moved out of the apartment that I had and moved into a house. So we moved her. Wait, we evicted someone from a house, like cops, like forcible detainer and <laughs> get up out of here. Yeah. Moved all their stuff out, cleaned the house, moved you into it, moved all of your stuff into it, cleaned your apartment, completely remodeled the apartment, and moved somebody in in 10 days. And I was on vacation. And she was on vacation. It was the most peaceful move I think I've ever had in my entire life. Your husband, like, totally hit the jackpot with this move. With every move. Well, with every move, but especially (laughs) this one. Like, when I moved from Texas, you drove down and you cleaned and painted and helped me move everything and finish packing. He helped carrying everything in. I'll give I think for I'm that. getting the short end of the stick. 100%. I claim the rights to the firstborn grandchild. Okay, well, calm it down. <laughs> you can have them at night. Isn't it funny how, you know, like the first 45 episodes, we never made any comment at all about being related. And now it's like every episode, I'm like, I own you. <sighs> <laughs> I brought you a fun case today. Like an actual fun? No. Oh, so she's lying to us. No, but I brought the case because Samantha has been working a lot. <sighs> I and, got like a real job. It's really unfortunate. And which sucks so bad because now us. I have to do research and do... You do research all the time. What are you talking about? I mean, like, I don't like bringing cases. I like just talking. I like just sitting back with my coffee. I don't... This shit keeps me up at night. So yeah. I don't I don't like I mean usually you get like the more fun stuff like asylums. This one's not that. Oh. But but because I'm bringing it, it's <laughs> going to be a case that I'm going to be like, can you believe this freaking happened? Like this is the ultimate suspended sentence. Is it right one here. that I know about? No. Are you sure? It's in Riverton, Wyoming and it just happened. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you hear that? It was like almost a bad word and then it wasn't a bad word. I know. So that was, was like impressive. That was combination good. of words. That was good. Okay. Well, let's do this. <coughs> okay. Excuse wait. Me. Wait though. So hold me accountable to this. Oh gosh. Okay. The studio, we laid out all of the stuff so you can now see the color schemes that I picked out. They're great. <laughs> She's huh? so funny. I come in today and she was like, how do you feel about the color spray scheme? And I was like, I mean, it's purple and black with some greenery. And I was like, it looks really nice. And she was like, that's all I get is it looks really nice. I was like, what do you want me to say about foam? (laughs) (laughs) It looks really nice. (laughs) I'm like, stand up, get a different angle. Do the, uh, she's funny. She's just excited. I am excited. I I want to be in there so bad. I just don't know what you want me to say. (laughs) So bad. But I got abandoned by the person that was going to help me put the roof on. And now it's like, you can't. You can't do that by yourself. I need help. And everybody's got jobs and things that are whatever. (laughs) It's so frustrating. But I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it in the dry. And I, like, literally, as soon as it's in the dry, all I'm going to focus on is the studio room. I'm not going to worry about anything else. Just so we can record out there? 
just so I can get the color stuff off. I have everything boxed up. I have everything like laid out. I'm so excited. And my goal is 10 days. If I can remodel an entire two bedroom apartment in 10 days, remodel the entire thing, I can build a damn studio in 10 days. Oh, it's just been a lot going on like this whole month. Like we said, I was on vacation. You had all of that going on. Then I got back in what I started a job like three days after being it's back. It's stupid. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely stupid. So it's, it's just so been dumb. one thing after another. So. so tonight I'm enlisting the help of my 16-year-old daughter and her friend to help me put the roof up. And she was rafters. like, can you? I was like, I can bring water. <laughs> I can bring water to the cows. That's what I can do to contribute. I'm like, I want the roof on. And everybody's abandoned me. All these damn men who, whatever. Anyway. Don't get started on men. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. This is the suspended sentence. Uh, I asked her, we were talking about the, okay, I'm just on a tangent now. Um, we were talking about intro music. Yes. And I said that Tracy should just sing it to you guys because I think you all would really like that. Yeah. So will you sing it to us? No. She keeps saying no. We no. let's make a poll on the Instagram. Maybe if we get like, what what's your number? How many yeses do we have to get? Um, two point five million. Oh, okay, that's two point five million, and I'll sing on. on okay, the air. I'm put. This is our like verbal contract. Is there any like time limit on that? Um. Yeah. 90 days. Okay. Well, that's okay. You heard it here. Help me get There's that. There's your goal. So the backstory, I have a super, super traumatic story that has to do with singing. And you when know. I was 14 years old, I sang for the last time and I swear to God, I would never sing again. But you have such a pretty so, voice. So if there's 2.5 million likes in 90 days... I promise. Likes and I, on our podcast or likes in general? Likes in general. Ooh, okay. 2.5 million in 90 days, I promise, and I never break a promise. I promise I will sing. Oh, my God. You guys want to hear it. So help me get that done. Share, like. No, Jesus. Help me get it done. I am, I am pranks. <laughs> this is the only time I'm like, no more followers. Okay, so here we go. Okay, here we are in Riverton, Wyoming. Wyoming case. Okay. Trevor Bartlett is 38. Mario Mills is 39 and they are best friends. They've been best friends their whole lives over 20 years. Okay. They live again in a small town of Riverton, Wyoming. Mills is a father, husband, and he's also a veteran. Okay. Okay. So stand up dude, married, good family, good people. Okay. But on, on March 26th, at about 5.09 a.m., Courtney Mills, who's 43, calls the Riverton Police Department to report that 38-year-old Trevor Bartlett had shot himself to death at her home on Sunset Drive in Riverton. Mills had said that she and her husband, 37-year-old year, or Mario Mills, found Bartlett dead in the garage that morning when they woke up to let their dogs out. Mario Mills said that he last saw his friend at 11.30 the night before, on March 25th, before leaving him home alone, leaving him alone, sorry, not home alone, leaving him alone, drinking alcohol in the garage. Mills told police that Bartlett had been in a, quote, dark place recently and had been talking about suicide. Mills also said that he found his own Glock 45 caliber pistol on the ground approximately three feet from Bartlett's body. After he found the weapon, Mills told the police that he unloaded it and placed it on the workbench near his deceased friend. Is that from, this is this year? 
Yeah. No, last two two years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So Riverton Police Department Detective James Donahue arrives at the scene, sees the body, and notes the pistol. He noticed that Bartlett had a single gunshot wound entry to the left side of his head near his temple. Blood speckling from the fired gun was somewhat spread out, but not concentrated near the gunshot wound. Donahue wrote this in his court documents, okay? I found this to be odd. This is a quote from him. I found this to be odd because it indicated that the firearm had been fired from the left side of Bartlett's body, possibly at a distance beyond six inches, rather than a typical contact type wound often associated with suicides. So if you're if you're gonna shoot yourself, usually you put it right to your right. You know, it gives you control of where you're shooting. Right, six inches away, you can't you can't really your finger doesn't really pull the trigger like that. Anyway, okay, so that's what he's talking about. The pistol also lacked the blood splatter or blowback that it would have had if it would have been a contact fire. Right, because your gun's gonna kick. It, on impact which is going to cause like blood rebuttal yes yeah if it's from a distance it's it's spray. not going to do that that's it's spray morbid right. but donahue found that there were three live 45 caliber bullets in the long area or in in the area along with a single spent 45 caliber shell casing the casing was on the floor about six feet from where bartlett was sitting when he suffered the gunshot wound there were fresh cuts on Bartlett's right hand, and at the victim's feet, there was a Coca-Cola bottle with blood splatter inside and out of it. Okay, there's not a logical reason that that would be there. I mean, it's, I mean, probable cause, okay? But next to the <laughs> bottle was another bottle of hard alcohol that was tipped over, partially consumed, and leaking on the floor. There was also blood on the outside of that bottle. The detective asked the married couple if their friend was right or left-handed. Courtney says that she thought that he was right-handed. She'd seen him working at work before and like writing things and so she was he she she said he was right-handed. The gunshot wound was on the la- left side of his head though. Which indicates a left-handed human or left-handed <clears throat> if you're shooting yourself. Right. Left-handed shot. Right. However, again, probable cause, right? Like I have a son who's right-handed but shoots left-handed. So you know, you don't, it's not, it's not a guarantee, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever. But due to these and the angle of the wound, Donahue con- concluded that the shot had been fired from a distance and it was not likely to be Bartlett who did it. The gun shot, the gun was also unharmed, which the detective found inconsistent with the report because it had landed an unlikely distance away from his body. So you shoot yourself, you die, usually it's going to fall straight down it's not gonna usually okay but again speculative the two were interviewed separately both the wife and the husband right mario and and um his wife were interviewed separately by the detective courtney said that her husband woke up woke her up at about 1 30 in the morning saying that bartlett was dead and that he had killed them he had killed him oh right so she goes to the garage to check her friend's pulse and found that he was dead. She began to call 911, but her husband asked her not to because, quote, he didn't want to go to jail. The woman noticed that her husband looked dirty as if he had been in a fight. Her husband said that indeed they had been fighting over the gun. And after the struggle, Mills told his wife that he shot his friend and decided to report the death as a suicide. So Mills goes back into the garage with his wife, put on latex gloves, picked up the pistol, put it in Bartlett's left hand, and then took it out of his deceased, 
deceased friend's hand, unloaded it, and put it on the workbench. Why would he do that? For fingerprints. fingerprints. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. though, like, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're a criminal, that's smart because rigor mortis hasn't set in yet. You have to be quick with stuff like that. Right. But he's staging it. Yeah. He's staging it. Okay, so the pair goes upstairs to their bedroom. They undress. They put their clothes in a plastic white bag, which they hid under their bed. After the visit from the police, but before their 10 a.m. interviews to the station, the pair moved the bag of clothes again from underneath their bed to a dumpster outside of Courtney Mills' workplace. And she would later admit that they were attempting to conceal the crime. In his interview, Mario Mills described a sharp argument over suicide with his friend. He and his friend were drinking the evening of March 25th. His wife, Courtney, went to bed around 1030. Bartlett, again, in this, quote, dark place, saying that he wanted to die and he had made a list of people that he was going to kill before he killed himself. Oh, man. According according to Mills. Yeah. Bartlett told Mills that he should shoot him because he was sick of life. Donahue would later write in the interview. Mills said that he got his, his Glock, he loaded it, telling his friend, shoot yourself. Bartlett said that he tried before, but he could never follow through with it. And again, he was challenging Mills to shoot him, to kill him. <clears throat> Mills unloaded and then reloaded his gun, eventually telling Bartlett he couldn't shoot him. They argued about it further, after which Mills said he gave in, he grabbed the gun, fired a single shot into his friend's left temple. I killed Trevor, yelled Mills during his interview. I killed my best friend. He then said, I wish I would have gotten Trevor's request for me to kill him in writing. That's a freaking quote. Are you serious? After Bartlett died, Mills said that he got his wife, put on latex gloves, and maneuvered the gun to make it look like it was a suicide. He went upstairs with his wife, bagged up their clothes, took a shower, and went to bed. At 5 a.m., he woke up his wife, woke up with his wife, and he reported Bartlett's death as a suicide to the cops. Mario Mills was charged with first-degree murder and faced life in prison or the death penalty. So in the state of Wyoming, in order to convict somebody of first-degree murder, the prosecution has to prove premeditation with either hatred, ill, or malice. That's Mm -hmm. a prerequisite for Mm -hmm. first-degree murder in the state of Wyoming. So they go to trial, and after testimony on Mills' behalf from Bartlett's mother... Trevor's mom gives testimony in court defending the man who shot her husband. Are you kidding shot me? Her son. No. Why? Consideration of the men's 20-year friendship and various testimonies from expert witnesses, the court and the jury of 12 decided that Mills, quote, purposefully and malicely, but without premeditation, killed Bartlett. He convict, they convicted him of second-degree murder, not first-degree murder, in March of 2021. And the Fremont County judge, Jason Condor, sentenced him to spend 20 to 25 years in prison, essentially the minimum for right. the charge. Okay, but here's where it gets weird. Mills appeals the court decision to the Wyoming Supreme Court, and they toss out his conviction. For why? Because a Riverton Police Department detective, James Donahue, did not read him his Miranda rights prior to the police investigation. The high court gave Mills the option to go back to trial, but this time the prosecutor would not be able to use any any of the interview 
any of it. So his confession, his wife's confession, none of it. None of it. He would not be able to use any of that, um, including Mills' description of shooting Bartlow with a pistol, unless Mills were to contradict those parts in a new interview at a new trial. So the prosecutor was like, yeah, he's not going to do that. So, no, let's not do that. So they made a plea agreement. So plea hearing. plea Plea hearing. Hold on. Bartlett's mom again comes to the plea hearing, again testifies and pleads with the judge to show mercy to Mills for killing her son. See, we've talked about this before. You never know how people are going to respond. He got five years of fucking probation. Of probation, not jail time? Probation. Courtney, his wife, who is a registered nurse. She's a registered nurse. She was initially charged with accessory after the fact, but in the state of Wyoming, your spouse can't testify against right. you. Right. That's, you can't mm-hmm. do that, and so no charges were ever filed against, nothing ever went through So no her. probation, no anything. Correct. And the autopsy by Fremont County Coroner Mark Strumanen said that Bartlett had a blood alcohol content of .314. Oh, wow. .08 is legally drunk. .314 is like point almost dead. Okay, this dude was drunk. Drunk, As a drunk, drunk. And his best friend, 20 years best friend, kills him. So do you believe a story that he was suicidal and he was like, they, what, they were just like drinking that night and he was like... You really want to die? I'll help you with it, buddy. Or do you think that there's something more to it? This is what I think. I think that guns and alcohol should never be in the same conversation. And as a combat veteran, he knew better. Yeah. 0.314. Also, when you are drinking, I know... I have done this. I'm not a big drinker, and I don't drink. I was over 20 years sober. Um, I I don't drink very often, but when I do and when I get drunk, I do shit that I would not ordinarily do. I say shit I wouldn't ordinarily say. I get super emotional. I get... I do. Right. (laughs) I do. And, And so I think... I think that the alcohol played the biggest role in this whole whole ordeal. But here's the thing. The wife is a registered nurse. She has such a freaking obligation. In the state of Wyoming also, we're all mandatory reporters. If if Trevor said to his mom and to other people, I'm going to go and I'm going to kill these people who did me harm and then I'm going to kill myself, why did nobody call the police? We're, Riverton, Wyoming is not like big city where resources are not available to people, he would have gotten psych help immediately. Right. Immediately. Wyoming takes, um, like, Wyoming, I mean, we're a little super conservative, but we take this shit seriously. And do you know... Our cops don't have a lot to do, so... What are... Do you know what their, like, ethnicity is? White. They all of them? I don't know. Well, I just wonder because Riverton's on the res. Right. So I was wondering, like, if there was any Native American affiliation. No, or it wouldn't have been in district court. Okay, that <laughs> makes sense. It would have been tribal court. Right. 
Mm. But he's his best friend. He's his best friend and he's like, oh, you want to die? Okay, let me help you. Instead of, dude, as a combat vet, probably with PTSD, probably with, right. you know, let me get you help. Let me, let's go to, I mean, Jesus Christ, 20 years. Like if I, I hope to God that if I ever like felt comfortable enough to say to somebody, I really don't want to live anymore. That they'd help you and not just be like, okay, yeah, that sounds, that's all, that's solid. Let's do that. And, and at what point was he like, oh, we're talking about suicide. Let me go get my handgun and let's load it and unload it and fuck with it right here in the garage while we're playing cribbage and drinking heavily. And Courtney, registered nurse, just goes to bed. And then his mom to be like, she, she referred to Mills as like another son to her. Well, because they've been friends for 20 years. I mean, think about my friends that I've had my entire life. I mean, I don't know. That's an interesting little perspective. Have you thought in that when you were doing this? Did you think in that, like, what's your opinion on that? I have. So, right now, there is a girl who um, is staying at our house for the week who is like a daughter to me. Like a daughter. I love this girl so much. She um, moved recently to a neighboring state, so she hasn't been around very often, but um, she is one of my daughter's best friends, like, for years and years and years. And I literally, I, this girl is, is like mine. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she killed my daughter, no. There wouldn't be, there would not be, it wouldn't be. Even if all of these circumstances, even if blood alcohol is in play. Absolutely not. If my child is suicidal and their lifelong best friend does not get them help, they're not, I mean, at what point are we, are we shitty freaking human beings? Oh, I agree. I just, I'm, I'm on your side of that. I just sometimes like to rile you up and get your opinion on things. It's, it's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous how, it's ridiculous. All of it is ridiculous to me. You're suicidal best friend is sitting in your garage came over for game night they're playing cribbage all night again wyoming is mandatory reporting state if somebody says in the state of wyoming says that they are going to harm somebody else or themselves we have an obligation to report mm-hmm. they have an obligation to report and this guy gets off because the cop didn't read him the miranda rights now Props to Wyoming for following the law and holding everybody accountable regardless of whatever because... We've seen plenty of cases where that... That does not happen. And Wyoming Wyoming does not see when law enforcement screws up, law enforcement is held accountable for it or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody else isn't punished because law enforcement do, doesn't do their job. But these technicalities like this when people get off because of that... Five years probation? Someone's dead, yo. Well, either way, like, you'd think it'd be, like, a manslaughter charge or something. Well, no, because his whole... He wasn't read his Miranda rights. Right, but, like, when you do... I mean, going back in and if you were to re-prosecute it, I feel like it wouldn't have been that hard to you be, like... You can't. It's double jeopardy. Ah, oh, that's true. You can't. You it's have one shot it. to do it right. You can't charge somebody twice. So do you know from your research, is he still like chilling in Riverton? Yeah. Raising his daughter. No consequence to his wife. No, nothing. Nothing. A registered nurse goes, checks the pulse. 
make sure that everybody puts on gloves, make sure that whatever, and she's caring for people in a freaking hospital. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. That's too mm. much. And he gets off. So is it considered mm. an, like an assisted suicide? Does anybody else know that he was suicidal? Has that been validated? Like, was he, did he actually have? His mother, his mother said so, and Courtney said so, and I mean, just the immediate people. I mean, I didn't see But I mean, his mother, else. I don't think his mother would lie about her son being suicidal, but. No. Um, so would that be considered, yeah, an assisted, I mean, which isn't legal in Wyoming to begin okay, with. Okay, so but... all of the newspaper articles call, called it, and this pissed me off so bad called it like in multiple newspaper headlines a mercy killing are you kidding me no this is not a mercy killing it's not like he was like dying of cancer and an agonizing pain and a mercy killing is when you see an animal on the side of the road that got hit by a car is an internally bleeding and you take your gun and you put them out of their misery that is a mercy killing a mercy killing is not Sitting with your friend, your best friend of 20 years and being like, I am so sad that I want to die. And them saying, let me go get my 45. Just do it, you pussy. Yeah, seriously. And as a father, like, how would he feel if somebody did that with his daughter? Right. Or his wife or, you know, that's really sad. Because, I mean, there are, I think, what, like. Is it Oregon that you can get, like, assisted suicide? There's, like, some states that you can't. I don't know. But there but, wasn't, like, that's there like was medical. No yeah, there's, that's, like, medical, medical per, personnel performing. You have to go mm-hmm. through months and months and months of, like, mental health right. assessments <laughs> and trying to get your life back to good before that happens, not just taking it into your own hands and being like, oh, yeah, I'll help you with that, buddy. Yeah. So the judge in the case actually said on the record, um, he said, it seems as though Trevor's life meant nothing to anyone. Yeah. That's he I mean. said that. And I, that resonates with me because I was like, who, what's Who's advocating help? for him? Yeah. So <clears throat> I have, I work in the mental health field and I have a lot of suicide prevention training and I am probably the worst person in the world to go to a suicide call for the worst person the reason is is because i believe very very strongly in autonomy i believe very strongly in autonomy and i i this sounds really bad it does but this is my belief i believe that if somebody really wants to die who the hell am i to say no you don't i don't believe that and so when i go to suicide calls or I'm working with somebody that's suicidal, I never say those words, ever. If I go to a call, I'll be like, um, let's sleep on it. You know, I mean, there's obviously more dialogue, but the bottom line is, you know, let's just wait until tomorrow. Let's sit and let's talk tonight. If we feel the same way tomorrow, we'll address it tomorrow. Let's just give it 24 hours. Because there really is research that shows, um, like in any emotional situation or life-changing event or anything that's traumatic you do nothing for seven days Mm -hmm. you process because your emotions are just too high they're too all over the place do nothing stand still 
for seven, not literally, but do nothing for seven days. Right, don't make any rational decisions. Don't, don't make do anything like any decisions for seven days. Process it, deal with it, let your body cope with it, let your, your emotions come back into, you know, a normal regulation. Do nothing for seven days. And so I try, I, I mean, I do, you know, get people to, to give me those seven days. But in those seven days, I throw every damn resource available out there to them in those seven days. And by the end of those seven days, you know, people can stabilize. Right. That is not what freaking happened. Is there a pretty high success rate with that from, from your experience? I mean, knock on wood, and I am knocking on wood like a, right now, I've, I've never lost one. Okay, so that does work. Just getting people to rationalize. It has for worked seven days with me, and... but I genuinely give a shit about my clients. Right. I genuinely care, and if somebody literally comes to me that sad, I mean, I am. I'm not a KC okay, next week kind of right mental health professional. That's not my gig. I am. I, mean, I don't think that's like really you in general, but I I am there with them nonstop and calling and texting and I put them on hourly check-ins with me where they have to text me or call me or I mean like I I'm not but but everybody isn't me and everybody doesn't deal with things the same way but again I believe in autonomy I I believe that if somebody really wants to do something who in the hell am I to say oh it's not that big of a deal or things will get better time heals all things time doesn't heal all things your body gets used to pain. It doesn't heal anything. Right. In my opinion. But this story, I think that he is fucking disgusting. I mean, I agree. Here's the other thing about people who are suicidal. Like, somebody who who um, comes to you for help and and says to you, I want to die... I am so sad. I want to die. I don't feel like I have anybody. I don't feel like I da 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 da. Like they are asking you for help. They might not be saying, can you help me? But they are asking you for help. Usually from what I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have way more experience to this. When people are talking about it, like you said, it's a cry for help. That's not the moment that they're going to go do it. No. When people do things like that, it's silent. I had a very, very good friend of mine in high school, um, complete suicide. You remember that. And no one knew. Right. His girlfriend didn't know. Right. Until he called to say goodbye. Right. No one knew. Yeah. And there's, uh, I mean, there's so many cases like that. I mean, there's, I mean, big Robin Williams, you know. Right. um, Is it? stitch from the Ellen show I mean like sometimes it's completely silent the majority of the times however they there is somewhere someone that they go to and this dude he failed his best friend right in my opinion and I don't that that's in my opinion but if he didn't he didn't do anything to help him mm-hmm. uh, who the hell goes and gets their gun and loads it for him or at least you could have taken him to the hospital and been like, is there somebody that he can talk to if you're not equipped to do so? Yeah. Or take him to Casper. Take him to Billings. Take him. These aren't super far places. They're not super Denver far places. Denver from Riverton. It's got to be only a no. couple hours. And Wyoming, do we respond differently. We are not an overworked, over whatever. We're not. 
If he called the Riverton Police Department and said, yo, man, my bro is like talking crazy, whatever, I mean, law enforcement would have, would, have per, would have shown up without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Ambulance, mental health, those places. And if they didn't have the resources, they would have outsourced it. I know this. Right. I know that they would have. And his wife was a registered nurse. She knew the goddamn resources. She works in the hospital 100%. She, she knew, knew what was available because nurses... I mean, you. I know you get contracted with the hospital sometimes yeah. where nurses will go to their case manager and reach out to you if for outside resources if they can't provide it within the hospital. So she knew at least who to call. Absolutely. She at least had a case manager that she could have called him and like, hey, my husband's buddy's here. Also, her husband shoots him in their garage and she didn't hear the gunshot. Yeah, seriously. Either she's a really, really heavy sleeper or she's a liar. And where's her daughter through this? Right. It's cute. Right. So I'm I'm super Ugh. disgusted. I'm super disgusted with it. I'm, I mean, props to the Wyoming Supreme Court because, I mean, that's... I mean, the officer screwed up. The detective screwed up. And when you screw up, I mean, I've said this in multiple episodes before. There are some professions where you don't get to make mistakes and when you make mistakes... Ugh, doesn't it feel like we've said that a lot lately? We have. But, Ugh. I mean, honestly, like, props to the Wyoming Supreme Court for, for honoring that. Like, yeah, the law a lot of times it the, doesn't get honored. The majority of the time. I mean, we saw, I mean, complete injustice and the opposite way in that, you know, another case that we just covered. You know, so Wyoming really does, you know, I mean, sometimes people get off on technicalities. Yeah. And, um... Do I think that he should have, I mean, death penalty? Absolutely not. I mean, I don't think Wyoming really even... Did they even utilize that? When was the last time someone was executed? Like the 90s? Mark Hopkins in 1994, I think. Um, But yeah, I mean, death penalty, no. First degree murder, no. Probably not because he didn't... I I don't know. Um, 100% manslaughter. He should have at, at least, least done 8 to 10 years. Because, okay, if we're taking into consideration the alcohol content, that would be essentially, I mean, essentially hitting somebody while driving home drunk. Right. Right? I mean, mental cap... cap oh, my gosh. Capacity. Right? If we're that drunk, it's at least a man charge. If you're drunk driving, it's a manslaughter charge. So why did he... I mean, he should have at least gotten that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bare minimum. They screwed it up. Ugh, well, thank you for bringing that because that's like, it sucks. And it's, I mean, he got one hell of a suspended sentence. He, you know, and I mean, you can say all day long, whatever. Well, he has to live with the rest of life that he killed his best friend. No, he killed his best friend. Right. His best friend, not a stranger, not somebody that didn't trust him, not somebody that he did. He killed his best friend, somebody who trusted him, believed in him. Loved him. Right. And because of that relationship, he got five years of probation. Five years probation. And so. some people can be like, oh, well, that's like he at least got something. Not really. No. Not really. I mean, you started a probation program. No. For a reason. No. <laughs> like, I mean, how, whatever. What a joke. Yeah. Um, before we end out on this, something I've been seeing all over, and I kind of, I forgot, and I wanted to bring this up at the beginning, but I'm remembering it now. There is this big thing going all over TikTok. Have you seen this? Um, and I kind of, because she's your mother, I wanted to ask you this question. 
would you kill for your kids? Like, actually kill? Absolutely. 100%. Without a in doubt. In what circumstances? In what circumstances would I kill would for my children? Would you justify taking another human's life? If my children's life was in danger. That's the... That's, that's it? That's it. Okay. If somebody threatened my children's life, I mean, like, immediate, right in front of. I don't mean, like... I mean, kick your ass. I don't mean like that. I mean, like, if there was equal force that was threatened against my children, absolutely, without a doubt, without hesitation, right now, phew. Most answers I said were no. Was no? Was no. Shut your mouth. I'll send it to you. There's been a lot that was like, oh my gosh, no, I could never. What? Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> It's been all over TikTok. It's this interview system that they're like, okay, what's the worst thing that you would do to cover for your children? Or, like, the worst crime that your children can commit. commit can commit. Commit. Oh, my goodness. Um, that you wouldn't turn them in for, that you would, like, cover for them. Oh, I would not cover for my children. For anything? I, you know, that, that one's a little bit... That one's a little bit mm, with me on account of because... I feel like my consequences for my children are so much worse than the laws. Will be significantly <laughs> worse than anything that the judicial system can do because my standard for my children is so high, mm-hmm. so high. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't cover for. I would. I would hold them accountable. Now, if they did something that affected someone else in a significant way, I don't mean. I don't mean destruction of property or something like that. Because honestly, like, I'll make them fix it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they did mm-hmm. bodily harm to someone, no, then the legal system can step in. Robbery. Define it. If I decided tomorrow that, like, your neighbor's house looked like it had some good stuff in it, I just went in there and took it all. Um, I hope that I would raise you better and I would kick your fucking ass. <laughs> Straight up. Well, good thing I'm not planning on robbing your neighbor. I would hope so much that I raised my children in a way that if you want something, you get your ass out there and you earn it. If you, there's nothing worse in the world than a thief. Okay, so, yeah, so you're hoping that you raised us better, but what if you're like, what if my brother is like, yeah, screw that. I'm really not like that. I'm going to go do that. Would you turn him in? No, I would kick his ass. I would make him. Rep- I would make him take it back. I would beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he's like a grown ass man now, and I, and I still he's would. like listening to this right now. He's like, "Fuck you for throwing me under the bus." <laughs> and he's 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 in Alaska working on a fish boat, working his ass off. Yeah, like he's I'm, not a garbage human. I'm just like he's for not. argument's sake. I mean, if you ask me, he's a turd muffin, but. But he's, uh, he works really, really hard. Like, I... My but he's my little brother, so I get to say that. Nobody else does. I I would not. Now, armed robbery, if somebody did that... I mean, like, there's lines, I think. Yeah. Then, yeah, the legal system See, can have their way with you. So, do you think that people just, like, want... They do these interviews and are, like, just not honest because they want to seem like they're, like, a good, quote-unquote, good mom? Because all of these women were like, oh, my God, I would never... If my child does the crime, they do the time. I would never kill for my children. I would never, like, all these questions. I'll send you the okay, link. well, but... I mean, your kids doing time for their crime is, is completely different than saying that you would never kill for your child. There was two questions. It was like, a, I'll send you the whole link. 
because it was wild. Mm. Because I, because those are two, those are two very, very different. And, and it would depend on the situation. It would depend on the circumstance. It would depend on the situation, I yeah. think, right? But you're not, you are saying there are circumstances that those things would happen. Yeah. Because all those women, there was like seven women in this interview, seven or seven to ten. And all of them were like, oh my gosh, no. And I'm like, do you think it's just like because they want, they don't want to admit they that? That they wouldn't kill for their children? Yes. I think the saying that you would not kill to defend your child makes you a shitty mom. You heard it here first, folks. Seriously, if you will not absolutely die without hesitation to protect your children, have fun answering that question to your God. Facts. Pop off. Because that's our responsibility. That's our job, right? I would 100% take a bullet for any... Oh, see, it makes me emotional. (laughs) I would take a bullet for any of my kids. And I would give one to protect any of my children. And I would go to jail for the rest of my life and sleep very, very comfortably in doing so if my children were were protected. 100%. If, 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 I mean, like, it has to be equal. I wouldn't just go, like I said, I wouldn't just shoot someone for bullying bring their hair or something like that no no i wouldn't but i I have fought moms though like you remember oh yeah that was interesting middle school yeah she tell the story (laughs) it was like one of those two i was what in eighth grade it was one of those stupid like one of my friends and i were like on one of those stupid girl like we're not friends right now fights and i was at my locker and she came up behind me and I mean, kind of jumped me. <laughs> I got my, I got my ass fucking rocked. She slammed my head into the locker, all the stuff. So we had this stupid meeting at the principals, and mom and her mom were on like opposite ends of the table, and we we're like in the middle. And she said, well, "I don't even remember what she said." I don't know. Her mom popped off. To popped me. off something about like me something. and why we weren't friends right now. And I, it was like literally, you know, that scene in Mean Girls when like. Regina George <laughs> flies across the table like Caddy Heron. It's like that. Like, they got in a brawl in the middle of I the- flew over that table and I did. It we- was like some animalistic <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, what she said was super, super inappropriate, though, and she said it to a child. Yeah. And, and... The principal's like, okay, so now we're breaking up, like, adult fights instead of eighth grade fights. Yeah. <laughs> but, but her and I were both, like, old school, like... You, hey, we. A week later, we all went and had ice cream. I'm still to this day friends with her. I'm still to this day friends with her mom, but <laughs> I beat the shit out of her in this school. Her daughter beat you up. I beat her mom up. Oh, and she did. Equal. She was like, I got my ass kicked for that. <laughs> she got you from behind, though. Yeah, like it wasn't. I've only been in one other fight, and you made the principal like uncomfortable that time too. Yeah. I, I am super protective of my kids. I am super protective. I remember that. I got in a fist fight with a boy my freshman year. Oh, that was my scrapping years. Eighth grade and freshman year. Oh, my gosh. With a boy. And I went to the principal, and I had, like, two black eyes. I got my ass kicked again. By um, a boy in high school. And mom gets on the phone. She talks to me, makes sure I'm okay. And I, she gets back on with my principal. And I all I hear her go is, Okay, I don't want to talk to you. I wanted to check on my daughter. And then you hung up. <laughs> I got IS, or OSS. No, I got ISS. ISS. Mom just didn't take me to school that day. I called the principal and said she isn't getting ISS. She's getting OSS and we're going shopping. 
Because the boy had hit you first and you defended yourself and he was a boy. And again, I saw his mom in the school. And uh, I mean, again, like it's just I defend my children. <laughs> yeah. I like to fight. That's my tough years. I'm really tough. I got into fights. Oh, and you made your mom fight. You're, I, you're <laughs> scrappy though. I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like the most like unconflict human. I like literally, I get mad. I cry. Yeah. It drives I'm, me insane. I know. And then you get, don't get me started (laughs) but mom's like scrappy yeah I'm not I'm like kind of weak um yeah I was emancipated when I was 15 and I've been on my own since I was 15 so yeah I fight I had to learn to fight I I had it pretty cushy I don't I don't cry (laughs) (laughs) okay well that was a detour but I was just thinking about that and wanted your intake because all but, of the, I'll send you the link because it but, was wild but her not defending her son like at all like even to his killer I know that's I think that's what made it pop into my head because you were like oh she was like on the other guy's side and I was like what, what? will mothers do for you know what I mean it's kind of interesting yeah but, but I'm not just like that with my kids though either like I if anybody's kid is with me, they're safe. Yeah. Or if I love If she someone, sees a child riding a bike alone down the street, she will. <laughs> Do you know how many times? It's like an ongoing joke with me and Coral, who's been on our podcast before now, is because now I do it and it's because you've done it my entire life like people just let their four-year-olds three-year-olds just ride their bikes down the road and it's the most perplexing thing in the entire world I mean do you I'm not it's not my kid but kind of because you my entire child life childhood would roll down the window and be like where's your mama yep nope come on we're going back to where your mama can see you we're not doing this and now I see Coral and I've gone on drives at night and see like teenagers just sitting on the sidewalk in the dark and being like coral roll down the middle and like be like where's your mom yeah you are not do you need a ride are you safe are you why are you out and about which sounds kind of creepy when we say it like that but it's genuinely like a place of concern it's not in like a weird way no it's not not just like talking to a bunch of children (laughs) for people from not a small town that probably sounds really creepy Okay, but if more people gave a shit about other kids and other people in their community, then less crimes would probably oh, happen. Right. Less people, kids, kids would, would be get... kidnapped. Right. Ugh. Right. I don't know. Whatever. And when I love somebody else's kids, I I'm I take my role as mother very, very seriously. I know. There's people that, like, I'm not friends with anymore that you still, like, talk to. Yeah. And all of them call me mom. So annoying. I know. <laughs> she used to get so mad about that, but anyway... We digress. We digress, but it was fun. All right. Well, thank you for bringing this. That's really, 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 really fucked up, but. Yeah. It's really messed up. All right. I mean, good for you. State of, or State of Wyoming Supreme Court, but I don't even remember this gross guy's name, but he's disgusting and. Mario Mills. Yeah. You're gross. Yeah. Well, thank you for this. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. Stay safe.